Today, we've got a nine-figure Helium 10 user who is going to be talking about their story of their company. And if we have them back on the show next year, their trajectory might make them the first 10-figure seller to be on this show. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Are you a YouTube vlogger, blog writer, course creator, or other kind of influencer or educator? Maybe you just have a network of people interested in e-commerce. Did you know that you can earn commissions of 25% for life for everyone that you refer to Helium 10? We've got many partners earning hundreds, even thousands of dollars monthly in commission from Helium 10's partnership program. If you'd like to join our affiliate partner program, please go to h10.me forward slash crush it and tell them you heard about it from the podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I'm your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is a show that's completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. And we've got a super serious seller here, uh, I believe for, you're in Canada right now. Is that where um, you're calling in from? I'm based out of Canada, yeah. Awesome, awesome. So, Farhan, welcome to the show. Uh, where where in Canada uh, are, are you at? I'm near Toronto, Mississauga. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. How long have you lived out there in Toronto? Oh, it's been a while. I moved to Canada in 2003, so since then I have been in Canada, but I have been working in and out of of US uh, all along since I'm here. So I've been traveling quite a while. Yeah. Okay. And originally from York, Pakistan. Boston. I was born and raised in Pakistan. Yeah. What part? Karachi. Okay. So I've been there. That, that's my favorite my favorite food in Pakistan when I when I've been there is is from Karachi. The chicken biryani was oh my goodness. Amazing. Makes my mouth Amazing. water just thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, near uh, the right beach now. and and I don't know if you have been to Toronto, but if you come, we have a lot of good Pakistani food, especially I only have one restaurant, house. one restaurant here in like all of San Diego that or at least that I know of. Um and so yeah, all right. I I have another reason now to go visit uh Toronto. Now uh, I'm assuming you went to university there in uh, Toronto as well. Uh, so I did my bachelor's uh, from from Karachi. Then when I moved here, then I upgraded my degree from University of Toronto. Yeah. So I okay. Well, what did you study? Uh, computer science. Computer science. All right. Now, is that what as you know upon graduation and getting your degrees, is that what you started uh, you know getting a job in and things? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I graduated uh, in the software. And then I worked for a few software companies over here. Then I uh, started my own software company, uh, basically working as a consultant. And then uh, my friend was having this startup or expansion of Utopia. Basically, he was working uh, in New York as well and, and, and trying to set up Amazon business. And then he needed my help. So I joined them and then expanded from there. Okay. So w- w- about what year was this? So that was uh, 2014. 2014. Okay. Okay. So yeah, when I started helping Utopia, yeah. so it's about did it, nine years. Did now. it start as an Amazon based business or, or was it a dot com business? Was it a, a you know, brick and mortar uh, business? Yeah. So, so a little bit of story um, is that so my friend started around in 2009, 2010 uh, when he had some stock. So his dad had a towel uh, business in Karachi. Okay. So when he retired, he moved, he moved to New York with him. Um, um, to keep him busy, they imported few few lots. Uh, tried to sell on eBay. Well, before even eBay, they had a wholesaler they contacted, but they didn't have good experience. 
So um, they tried to sell it uh, themselves. Um, so started with eBay um, and then for a few years did eBay, then Amazon popped up. They started doing Amazon as well. And then obviously eBay went down and then Amazon picked it up. Yeah. So when you joined the company, what did you join as or what was your what was your responsibility in those early days? Early days. So I was in product management. Um, uh, we were adding more products. Um, so initially I was doing part time. Uh, basically, I was trying to figure out whether that's going to work out or not. Mm-hmm. So so basically initially working on uh, adding new product uh, through Alibaba. Then we went to China, mainly Canton Fair uh a few times between 2014 and 2016, uh, added more product, uh, expanded the U.S. business. Uh, and then between 2016 and 2019, uh, basically we launched 2017 Canada and Europe uh, and then uh, basically expanded over, over there. And so from the beginning, I was in the product management. Then I grew from there. Uh, took over other roles in supply chain, HR, procurement, um, sales, and whatnot. Yeah. Now, now the the family business started in Karachi. Now, at that time, were they manufacturing only in 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 Pakistan, or even at that time, you were importing from other countries, or or you, but you, your friends? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Was... So, so initially, it was towels only in in Pakistan, uh-huh. uh, and then when it picked up, we saw some some decent results from there. So then we started. Uh, Basically, we are brand owners, so we manufacture only in our brand. So we were yeah. manufacturing from China. So then we added other home textile product goods like um, bed sheets, comforters, pillows, curtains, you name it. Um, so until 2018, 2019, the other products we were doing from China. And in 2019, we started expanding our, our manufacturing facilities in Inkrachi and, and started slowly moving products from, from China to, to our own facilities. And now it's about, I would say 80 to 85% uh, manufacturing in, in Pakistan and rest is in China. How do you choose what, what you make in Pakistan versus what you make in China? Um, so it, it was straightforward. Initially, um, mostly the, uh, I would say stainless steel products. So we have our bigger portfolio is home textile, but we 20, 25% of our products are plastic based and, and cookware. Uh, stainless steel as well um, so so those were uh, I would say we were we didn't had the expertise in the beginning so so we were uh, um, uh, doing those in in China initially still uh, to date uh, we are expanding our manufacturing capacity the good problem we have is that whatever we manufacture we we import or buy ourselves in US and Europe and sell so there's always a, always a challenge for the capacity so if we want to fill the gap we want more inventory. So we still sometimes we take uh, some of the home textile goods from China as well, but mostly the the kitchen products, uh, stainless steel. Although we are setting up uh, our stainless steel and and cast iron and part line in Pakistan as well. So the long term goal is to be independent and and do all the manufacturing in Pakistan. So the the stuff that you get from China, it's not necessarily. You don't run the factory. You don't have full control like you do in Pakistan. You're, you're just buying. You that, know, from, that is correct. So, so the main reason uh, the business strategy was that um, and that came into being around 2017, 2018. Um, um, other big sellers were coming on Amazon. Amazon was doing their own private label. So they were getting bigger orders from the vendors as well. So if you are uh, manufacturing, let's say, from a bigger vendor as well, but they have multiple customers. So 
I mean, you are not higher up in the priority and then you will face the supply chain challenges, uh, whatnot. So having your own manufacturing capacity, you have control for the manufacturing, supply chain, quality and price as well. Do, do you, once you have a SKU that you're producing in Pakistan or producing in China, I almost, I'm not sure if I understood correctly, but do you have backup factories at all? Like, like where sometimes you might make it in one place and sometimes you make it another, or once you have something made somewhere, hundred percent of the manufacturing is at that factory. So the goal is to have hundred percent manufacturing of that factory, let's say in Karachi in Pakistan. Mm-hmm. But if, if we are uh, having some challenges in terms of, let's say, um, uh, manufacturing capacity or, or some of the, let's say, the print items, right? Uh, we, we we haven't scaled up in our manufacturing. So so, so part of this, uh, of the printed products on the bedsheet side or on the on the curtain side, we are still doing uh, from China because we have some, like we are still setting it up uh, in well, Pakistan. But what, what I mean is like, Let's regardless whether you're making something in Pakistan or China, yeah. Like I, I almost it almost sounded like you were saying you you have like a backup. Sometimes the production is not enough, or hey, this skew is only made at this place. This skew is only made in China. This skew is, or or do you sometimes? Oh man, we're we're, we're behind in Pakistan, so let, let's yeah. switch manufacturing. So it's, to, it's not like only only in one location. So okay, so so that that, that was why I was asking. My yeah. question then is like. That, that's, that's interesting to me because like, do you ever run into issues where, you know, the quality is a little bit different or customers notice that something is different or maybe it's just like the, the color is slightly off or anything like that when, when you're switching back and forth between factories? Yeah. Yeah. So, so we, we try to minimize that, but you're, you're right. Sometimes the shades, uh, uh, challenges are there. Uh, quality. I, I think a lot of, uh, vendors or manufacturers we are working in China, we are working for about 10 to 12 years. So, so they know uh, uh, what quality we like. Uh, and then we have a very, very strong quality team that uh, that do pre-inspections as well in China to make sure that uh, quality is up to the mark. But yeah, on and off, we, we do run into challenges there sometime. Uh, and that could be from either side that one of the lots or one of the recent imports we did and and there are some 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 bad reviews or in, in yeah, quality yeah. reviews are, are coming from there yeah okay interesting I, it wasn't your product but i i was just thinking about that and i ordered some um i had bought a new we, we bought a new sofa at our house and then i bought these like i don't know what you call them like sofa covers mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. i just bought like you know four or five to test out over one part of the sofa and we're like oh, okay this is good let's let's go ahead and buy the other four and it was really weird like one of them I like I know I bought the right color, but it was just yeah, slightly yeah. off, and I'm like, that's kind of yeah. weird. Now, now I'm I, I was too lazy to make a bad review, and I just figured that nobody, um, you know, my, my it's not so bad where my guests would notice, you know. But I'm like thinking like, hmm. When you started talking about that, I'm like, huh. I wonder if whoever I bought this from, maybe it might have been similar. You know, they're making they're making stuff at different it, factories it different, and yeah, different locations, different manufacturing, mm-hmm. and sometimes it could be the different raw material or the way the chemical com- compositions are. Uh, even with the same factory, when we make the darker shades like dark gray or black, even so, in, in, when we are doing dyeing and and, and other processes, sometimes those uh, they they can be a little different, right? We try to keep it exact the same, but but it could be the raw material and, and other 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 technical details, uh, yeah. which could uh, process with the difference of the shade, especially. Yeah. Now you know our mutual friend Denish told me um, that you. You guys are nine figure, you know, company. When did you hit the the nine figure? What year did you hit the nine figure mark? Around twenty 
2017. Um, yeah, I mean, we are on track of maybe by next year, we will hit the billion dollars. So, uh, wow. Our, like, as, oh, as on, a, on Amazon a, marketplace sales or what? Uh, what on what? Amazon only, I would say it's around um, 650. I was talking about that as a, as a global uh, utopia, awesome. but mainly big portion is is amazon so utopia is a umbrella organization we have few businesses mainly are around amazon which is on amazon sales but utopia industries is for manufacturing then we have utopia fulfillment which is mainly for our logistics for all the warehousing and delivery from in and out from warehouse to, to how, how about like walmart and and this, uh, other marketplaces uh, as we, well, we have you? tried walmart is not that big ebay we still do but i would say still like one to two percent mm-hmm. we do mm-hmm. have our own b2p site utopiadeals.com which is about uh, two to three percent, but ninety-five percent of our sales, uh, e-commerce sales, is mainly um, from from Amazon. Now, when you have an account that is doing hun- literally hundreds of millions of dollars on on Amazon, like to me, I'd be super scared, you know, because Amazon, as we know, just sometimes just randomly might yeah. suspend an account. Like, have you guys gotten suspended at all, or, or your account shut down? Yeah, yeah, we we had few uh, few nightmares like that, um, and 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 most of them when whenever we we work with Amazon. So for the last uh, three four years, we are their premium account. So we are in the top of the chain. So we have a premium account membership. Uh, so we work closely with with the with, with that team. So so probably you are aware that on and off Amazon run their bot or or some sort of a algorithm, and then they start sending those those emails that your account is at risk and whatnot. So we worked close. We worked closely with them, but yeah, a few years ago there was a time when when they kind of um, um, for a few days actually our account was uh, stopped, right? And then we worked with the team and it was enabled again. And then we kind of uh, had an SLA with them. I mean, in those the two team. or three days, you're losing more than many Amazon sellers make in a full <laughs> a full year. That's oh yeah, crazy. yeah, it was a million dollar, <laughs> multi million dollar loss, right? Wow. Uh, but then we 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 worked with them. We had an SLA, uh, and 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 then now even if we get it's, it's not at the account level, it's usually at the product level, uh, and 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 most of the time the the premium account team they resolve our issue right away. Like I would say the last month we had one of those emails. I think a lot of sellers got got those emails. So uh, I just called the guy, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and then he was able to remove have have it removed yeah. from our account. Yeah. Wow. That's that's kind of crazy. I'm looking. I'm looking at your your. I was just looking at your your main page on um, on Amazon here, and there's you know you could just see some of these skews. Like this is not the full you know, just one skew twenty thousand yeah. units. I mean you're selling like literally thousand units a day on uh, uh, for for some of these 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 products, and it's just really really impressive. And I just noticed that while we were on the phone, I was looking just to make sure that betting or that 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 throw wasn't uh bought from you but i just happened to you know i went to my orders on amazon and i, I typed in utopia and mm-hmm. sure enough in 2022 uh i, I buy did it. buy yeah. some uh cotton washcloth so if you guys are listening out there check your amazon orders look for utopia and see if pr- probably 50 percent chance you've bought some uh one of the uh their products uh, in the we past have a proud saying realize. in our company that uh at I mean, every household in U.S. have yeah. at least one of our products, especially our bedding products. And we claim that we are like number one online bedding sellers uh, in the U.S. Um, yeah. So we have been selling. If you see bed sheets, you will see reviews and, and all that from there. You can see how many units we sell 
every day. Not exactly what you thought you'd be able to say in 20 years that when you graduate with a computer science degree, Not really. that you're going to have a, a home product in every household in North America. No, but, I wasn't um, even, I, I, yeah, I never thought of that. I, w- I would be doing that. I would probably, okay, I'm on the software side. I'll probably make some, some products or work for a company like, I don't know, Facebook was not a dead time, but Google and whatnot, and then probably having a startup and whatnot. But I mean, yeah. Now, um, how often, you know, do you guys, how often do you guys launch new products? You know, like, like you, you just kind of stick to your bread and butter, or are you just constantly trying to find the next, you know, very, very new, often. New so niches? we have de- dedicated, uh, so we have a big, product management team which which looks after all the marketing pricing strategy and whatnot and within those uh, so we have 11 product teams out of two are dedicated for the research and development so we have a process uh, like every week we have we are shortlisting products uh, adding new variants and working on new products as well uh, so i would say in a given year we especially like last two years after covid we have been launching uh, uh, every month tens of tens of product, uh, new new categories as well. Obviously, in the diff- same similar genre, home textile and then home and kitchen. Uh, but uh, and a lot of products are are are, are being researched and, and in the last phases of launching as well. Now, um, do you? You know, because you have such strong a strong brand and so much traffic and things like that, uh, are all of your launches uh, successful? Or sometimes you launch a product and you're like, nope, this is just not going to work out. We're going to have to cut this. No, we, we had uh, some bad experiences uh, in 2018, 2019, where uh, I think that was not the right time. We tried to introduce some products, some electrical products. We were going out of our comfort zone, I would say, uh, or different genre. And then we did some baby products as well. And even home home and kitchen products as well. And and um, I think we were in that not that mature in terms of launching uh, in 2018, 2017. So yeah. at that time, I would say our, our success was 15 to 20%. But nowadays, for the last, I would say, 12 months, uh, it's, it's easily 70 to 80%. So uh, still, I would say 20, 30% of the product doesn't work out. We try, we give them uh, each product launch at least a couple of cycles, two to three cycles. Uh, uh, when I say cycle, it means that delivering decent amount of uh, inventory to Amazon. Uh, so six to 12 months. And after 12 months of a certain group launch, uh, we review and see whether we want to continue that on or not. But uh, well, what's your the- criteria? Well, like what, what determines successful versus unsuccessful, just profitability or a set number of units that you want to do? Profitability is, is one thing, but I mean, for the first six to 12 months, we don't look for profit, right? That's part of the yeah. uh, marketing strategy. So we look for how, how the customer is reacting to it. What are the reviews? If the reviews are 4.7 plus, we are accumulating reviews at a certain pace. Uh, so we are selling probably, you know, that one to 2% uh, uh, buyers give you reviews. So if you are selling enough units, so you are generating, let's say in, in first year, you have uh, 300, 500 reviews, good reviews. Uh, and then you see the potential as well that where you can grow uh, in terms of profitability wise and whether you can take the best seller or not, because uh, where we are, the size of, of the company, we are, we only, well, we mainly look for the best seller. If we can get a best seller for that particular SQ or, or, or the group, right? Um, if that's potential is not there, if you're not getting a good review from the customer, we still don't decide to stop it. We 
we see why customer is not liking it, whether it's the quality, whether there's the feature or it's the USP. Uh, that's why it's not popular that we can improve. Uh, but yeah, uh, the criteria is to, to get the best seller, good reviews, uh, be on the top first page organically, for sure. Um, and then, then eventually making the profit on it. Now, traditionally, you know, some of the categories you're selling in are, are some of the most saturated, you know, most competitive categories out there. So are, are you, is it hard to stay profitable? Like, like, are you having to, to play the price war game or because of the, your brand awareness, you can come in at a higher price point than maybe some of the newer Chinese sellers or, or things yeah. uh, like that. And uh, what's your strategy there? So, so for the last two years, it gets very, very price comparative. Uh, but for us, I think the main advantage is that uh, we were always very price comparative. We work on volume rather than having a bigger margin on each each unit, right? And and that's why when we did our manufacturing and we leaned it, so we are vertically integrated. So we try to make our manufacturing cost uh, at minimum. And, and, and to keep the profit margin reasonably not very high um, so that we can give that advantage uh, to the buyer, right? Um, and, and then uh, from, 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 because we were, we have some early um, seller advantage as well. We have been selling for the last 10, 12 years. So, so the products, they are there, which are mature, adding more variations to that or related product, they pick up. Uh, very well when we do yeah new launches then through our marketing strategies like different strategies selling on the 50 percent loss and then and all that coupon strategies deal strategies we we bring a product to a certain uh, level like first page or close to the best seller and then we, mm-hmm. we focus on, on the profitability but we don't we don't do like very high margin on on any of our product our product if you see like comforters or pillows or even um, hangers, uh, they are very yeah. price competitive as compared to even Amazon Basics. So because our competitors are like bigger giants, Amazon Basics and BetSure and whatnot. Uh, so 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 we, we keep our price very competitive. Now, what what are some of your um you know t- let's talk you know some strategies, some uni- some things that you you think you do are unique. You know you've already talked a little bit um you know uh, about about your 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 strategy here, but what you know about launch and things, but but what are some other strategies, whether it's, you know, reviews, whether it's branding, whether it's packaging, whether it's, you know, logistics, yeah. you know, when you get yeah. to this level, I'm sure you've, you know, have a few tricks up your, your sleeve. So what, what are some things that you think you're doing that maybe the majority of Amazon sellers might not be? Yeah, obviously I, I won't be sharing the core, core uh-huh, secret, yeah, yeah, sure. right? Yeah, but uh, please but, show me um uh, all of your SOPs uh, and let, let's share it with the world. Right now. <laughs> For sure. But on the high level, obviously, your product needs to uh, first satisfy the customer need, right? So so what's your product whenever somebody is launching a product? What are their uh, USP? Uh, it needs to be price competitive because what you see sells, right? So uh, your your pictures, your, your videos uh, should be uh, up to the mark. Uh, you should do PPC marketing. It goes up front. But to be competitive, obviously, the packaging you mentioned, because if you're doing FBA, it goes with the volume and, and 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 the dimensions as well, right? So your packaging needs to be accordingly. So it, it's Amazon won't charge you too much for the FBA fees, mm-hmm. right? Um, and 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 then then the quality of the product and how how you're doing your your marketing through the deals, through the coupons, through through keyword marketing, obviously, is is one of the main the PPC. Uh, you need to learn that art 
and 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 you need to be on top of it amazon changes their algorithm not very often but 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 they do change it often right so you need to be uh, well versed about that so and and change your marketing strategies accordingly okay cool um now when you say hey walmart hasn't worked out did you just like give up on walmart completely or you still just sell there just don't put much focus on it we we still sell uh, so we we started on Walmart around 2018 2019 actually 2018 okay. 2019 we tried a lot of platforms we tried jet.com we tried sears we yeah. tried target we tried walmart and then we said no i mean our, i mean it could be beneficial but they are way behind in terms of our revenue and 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 return on investment so so we focused on amazon recently for the last 6 months we are still doing walmart you will see a few of our products over there there are a couple of guys uh, looking after that, but the focus is 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 very low. Okay, okay. Um, foreign marketplaces. Uh, what's num num number two, three, and four for you as far? Obviously, you know USA is number one, but for foreign Amazon marketplaces, what what's some of the top for you? Uh, for us, uh, Europe and Canada. So Canada, in terms of revenue, I would say is is around eight to ten percent, but the profitability in Canada oh. is very high. Uh, profitability is, is around 8, uh, 15 to 18%. Uh, UK, uh, we sell all across UK, Europe. Uh, in Europe, we have France, Germany, Spain, Italy. So if I do combination of all, uh, I would say in terms of revenue, 70% in US, 20% UK, Europe, and 10% Canada. But profitability okay. ratios is, are different, obviously. So, I mean, it, it makes a lot of sense that your company, you know, manufactures a lot in, in Pakistan, obviously, you know, the, the company started there. Yeah. Um, but for, for anybody, you know, wh whether somebody's from Pakistan or not, you know, there are certain perhaps products that you might suggest that, Hey, you know, you probably should look at, at Pakistan as opposed to China. Like, I, I agree with you. Like, Hey, maybe stainless steel, yep. you know, unless you have your own stainless, you know, like, like that's probably, you know, good just to be in China and plastics and, and stuff yep. like that. But would you say anything related to textiles is better to start in Pakistan or only certain kinds of, of textiles? Or how would you suggest to somebody who's who's looking to get into a new niche and they're like trying to decide where they're going to source their product. Uh, depending on, on, on the products itself. Right. But I mean, home, home textile, if you're doing any home textile goods, uh, a lot of bigger retailers like Walmart target, they're importing from Pakistan, their bed sheets, their comforters, their pillows. So, so the home textile, um, not in Karachi, but even you go on the other province, Punjab, Faisalabad side, you have a lot of uh, home textile manufacturing units over there. Uh, sports goods uh, are really good. Uh, some of the dental equipments, like FDA-approved dental equipments for, for dentistry and, and operations and whatnot. We do our cosmetic uh, uh, care products. We have a Utopia Care brand, uh, so like scissors, cuticle nippers and whatnot. Uh, we do uh, from, from, from Pakistan as well. Um, but yeah, any any of the home textile good, I, I think in terms of quality and price competitiveness, uh, Pakistan is, is very good. Uh, garments, even jeans uh, related products, uh, they are being manufactured in Pakistan and, and you, will, you will find a very good quality. Uh, I think in that region, like Bangladesh, Pakistan, the cotton, the quality of the cotton is really good. So, so those, those products sounds really good if, if they are doing the justice with the manufacturing and, and, and the quality control. Now we'll we'll get back into um you know the the, the Amazon strategies in, in a couple couple minutes here, but one one question I ask um a lot of you know lately the my guest is completely non non entrepreneur related, but mm -hmm. it's important I think because because you know I I had health issues last year and and as entrepreneurs sometimes we don't know how to you know balance you know work 
work and life. So just I'm just curious. Number one, what are some of your hobbies that you do when you want to get you know step away from from Utopia? So what what's your what's your uh, opposite of Utopia? Uh, your, your personal Utopia, and then also what are some of your your habits, your healthy habits, like whether for mental health or physical health, like you know gym, you have yeah, yeah. Uh, you know sports that you do. Yeah. So, so first thing is, I mean, I, I have been playing cricket. I don't know if you know, there's a sports like mm-hmm. baseball cricket. It's very popular in, in that region, Pakistan or England as well. So uh, I still play that. Uh, uh, that's the one thing I told my wife and we were getting married that I, I can't leave cricket behind. So I still play uh, in the summer, in the winter, obviously I play indoor uh, and, and the summer I play outdoor uh, uh, cricket, right? Okay. Uh, other than that, uh, I like biking and hiking. So in summer with, with my kids or with my friends, I go for biking and hiking. So that keeps for, for my mental health and whatnot. I have noticed that it's very working well for me if I if I sleep early around 10, 11 and wake up around 5, mm. 5.30. So okay. I get my, my own time, um, uh, like without with family and whatnot. Uh, I get a yeah. few hours in the morning before kids wake up. And then in the night as well, I get a proper healthy sleep so that that's working out very well so uh, that that's what keeps my my mind uh, at peace as well and i think physically healthy as well doing uh, gym or just running yeah. in the morning yeah yeah okay all right back to the strategies i'm just curious you know you have a lot of experience on on amazon now obviously you know that the average person who's just starting or maybe you know smaller company looking to expand, they can't just use the same strategies that you. You know, they hey, let, let, let's you know take a huge loss for six months and let's yeah. do this crazy campaign and 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 let's get up to twenty thousand units of sales and yeah. this. I mean, like you know, that, that's not the average person. But you know, in your experience, like what 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 should the average person, you know, whether they're new or, or maybe they are like a you know small seven figure company, you know, like what do you see as some of the um, the niches or, or, or some of the, the opportunity, you know, cause my opinion, I'm sure you, you agree that some people say, Oh, it's too late to, to sell on Amazon. No, it's not too late. You know, there's still plenty of opportunity yeah. on Amazon. You guys have your niche, you guys have your process of what you do, yeah. but when you're, when you're doing your, your thing, I'm sure you see other things like, Oh, you know, if I was just by myself, I probably would have done, uh, I probably would, would get into this or, or something yes. like that. What, what would you think for, um, for people out there? No, you're absolutely right. I, I think it's still opportunity is there and it's a huge opportunity on, on Amazon all across e-commerce and especially in e-commerce, Amazon is the giant, right? So opportunity is there for, for anybody who's starting or, or a small scale. Uh, uh, as compared to 2012 or 2014, it's a lot of more more sellers out there. But it's still, if you if you can find uh, categories or, or products, uh uh, I will not recommend to go for a niche product because obviously you will have to do more marketing and and you will have higher risk over there. So so products which are everybody's need, every household needs, uh, or a product where you see less competition, right? Um, mm. Pick those product. Uh, don't like start crawling first, then walking and running, right? So look for the products uh, and target maybe ten units a day, then twenty units a day, fifteen units a day. Those make those smaller wins, and then then increase uh, your portfolio from there. Um, target uh, maybe make your milestones in a way that in first three months of selling you want to be on the second page on your, your keyword search. Then six months you want to be on the first page organically, right? Uh, because that's that's will uh, take you for the long haul. Maybe in the first year you can be on the first page organically. That would be a great great success over there. Okay, cool, cool. Um, you know. 
I I I visited uh, Pakistan a couple of times and seen firsthand the the kind of like enthusiasm about e-commerce is crazy. Like I did like yeah. I don't know I've probably done five or six events and there'd be anywhere between five hundred and a thousand people you know at each one. And um, wh- how do you how how do you view the the kind of like you know ten years ago that wasn't the situation you know uh, yeah. people weren't into e-commerce so like what what do you what, what's going on over there? Like, like why, why, so why all of a sudden is there this big boom, you know, like in the past, maybe people thought about, you know, getting, you know, help for their Amazon business. All right. Maybe Philippines, you know, maybe yeah. only India, you know, but like what, why, why, why is Pakistan coming on so strong uh, lately? Uh, there, there are a few, few success stories there as well. Utopia being one, right. Uh, mm-hmm. When we started and uh, we opened our first office in 2015 and we were having very hard time, um, uh, finding people with the e-commerce marketing experience, let alone Amazon, right? So what we did, we we looked for the one of the top or uh, a few top uh, uh, business graduates, uh, universities, and hired people from there and trained them, right? So over the course of I would say eight nine years, uh, there were hundreds of uh, 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 resources we hired, and and they moved out of Utopia. They start some of them. I know a few of them. Danish being one. They started their own uh, entrepreneurships, uh, training centers as well. They help a lot of sellers as well. They work with other they, they work with other giants, manufacturing giants or, or corporate giants who are there to set up those training centers. Um, and at the same time, as I said, uh, Pakistan is a, a manufacturing like one of the bigger uh, uh, strength in Pakistan is, is home textile and manufacturing. So those giants they got interested looking into success of Amazon, success of Utopia and other like enablers and, and whatnot. And, and they, yeah. they came up with, with like a big, big, big uh, initiatives uh, to expand. And then on, on the talent side, uh, there has been a, a lot of good talent is just to show them direction, right? What I have seen when I, when I was a kid, everybody was doing like engineering and, and doctor and whatnot. Uh, but now uh, for the last four or five years, it's, it's like there's a boom of e-commerce people know. And especially with the COVID push, Everybody is going towards e-commerce or online sellings um, or social media, right? Um, so, so on the talent side as well, people are very uh, motivated and and interested learning e-commerce and 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 the good talent is, is working over there. Um, and and on, on the training side or on the university sides as well, uh, people are, are are taking initiatives and 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 training those guys in the right direction as well. Cool, cool. All right, um, something we do on the shows. Last, uh, we call it either the 60-second tip or 30-second tip. You know, you've been giving us different strategies and stuff, but you have something you can say that's kind of quick-hitting, uh, maybe 30 or 60 seconds a strategy, Amazon or non-Amazon, whatever. Maybe maybe it's a, a, your own biryani recipe you want to you wanna give in 60 <laughs> seconds. Uh, l- nope, let us I'm, know. What, what, what can you tell us here? I'll, I'll just say what I, I, I say my my team, whatever you guys do, just keep trying. If you're launching a product or working as a virtual assistant in the beginning, uh, whatever field you're working, try to be the champion of that field. Uh, mm. Work, Go for the excellence, right? And then, or be the magnet and, and the other success and money will, will come towards you. So whether it's been your marketing strategy or, or you're making a biryani, go for the, go for the excellence of that particular <laughs> task and 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 then things will come to you eventually and then be be persistent and keep trying awesome awesome well farhan thank you so much for joining us you know and congratulations on all your success we usually try and invite uh guests back you know maybe once per year and who knows maybe by by the next time you're on here you'll be our first ever uh 10-figure sure. 10-figure seller uh coming on here all right i really thank hope you so. very much and we'll see you later thanks for inviting brad have a good day take care bye